0: Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny.
1: Hello, good Saturday morning to you. New York Vinny here with you. A little under the weather. Matter of fact, a lot under the weather this morning. We were actually tossing around whether I should be doing the show this morning. That's how... Uh, what kind of bug I have. Whatever it is, I have it. it's ever going around, I got it. Um, It's not COVID. Tested it. It doesn't seem to be that serious, so thank God. It's just, you know, the regular stuff. The stomach cramps and everything like that. The sore throat and everything else that goes along. So uh, this morning, if we are a bit uh, subdued, Please, by all means, don't take that as an insult, but take it as an honor that uh, that uh, Nathan and I figured that we would power through this morning and make it uh, happen. It is Veterans Day, the 11th of November, 2023. It was, uh, for those of you who may not know, Veterans Day, which used to be Armistice Day, was that the uh, armistice to end World War One was signed at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And um, that was supposed to be it. We were all supposed to live in peaceful harmony after that. And uh, I don't think it's quite worked out like that for any of us, to be honest with you. So what we'll do this morning is we'll talk a little bit about, uh, uh, about military vehicles because, you know, we always honor the soldiers that operated these vehicles, and I have nothing but utmost respect for veterans. They did something that I couldn't do. I, I, I couldn't go into the service, and, uh, and they could and they defended our country, and they did things that uh, gave of themselves and sacrificed in um, several conflicts. When I was growing up, starting with Vietnam, and it's just uh, it's, it's good to see the people that are back and in one piece and everything is okay, and they want and they serve their time and they came back with lessons on life and brotherhoods and so on and so forth and sisterhoods and friends and all sorts of stuff. My concern is always with the ones that didn't come back complete and always um, always gave a sacrifice greater than many to be back there. And there are ways that you can, uh, you can memorialize people and you can help people. Um, there was a program I was involved with a number of years ago that was, uh, that helped people, if, let's say you had some time on your hands and you wanted to help veterans get to their appointments get to their uh, hospital appointments, you can sign up with the Disabled American Veterans, and they have a program that will send you out to a veteran's house in their vehicle. They have a bus or a van, and they will send you out on a run to pick up disabled veterans that have no other way to get to the hospital. And I think it's one of the most worthwhile programs out there because you get to uh, i did this for a while back before i left for uh pittsburgh and i gotta tell you to this day i think this is one of the greatest things that i ever did uh it doesn't cost you anything you report to the um veterans hospital they give you a band, they give you a list of names. You go out, you pick those people up, you bring them back to the hospital, you wait around, and then you drive them home. And in some cases, you don't have to wait too long. You uh, you know, somebody else will come in the afternoon shift. that will come in and drive them home. But if you really want to feel like you're doing something for veterans, this is really, really a way to go. I don't think you could, I just don't think you could feel better doing something uh, to help people out that uh, have given so much, an arm, a leg, in some cases, their minds, but I don't know that you could give more doing anything because these people went into it with the sole purpose of defending you and defending our country so uh it's the disabled american veterans you can find them i'm gonna bring them up here in a second uh you can find them at the veterans hospital and if you go to their page on the internet disabled americans their official site You can thank an American hero. You can donate. Uh, But the most thing you can do, because a lot of these organizations, I think, do get money from various sources. I'm always of the idea that the best way you can help these people, the best way that you can make yourself feel like you're helping people, because anybody can give a check. And then get it out of their heads, right? But I think if you, I think if you, you know, you you go to the DAV and you say, I'd like to help out. I'd like to drive people from the thing. I'd like to wheel around the book cart in the ward. You give of your time because your time is really your most precious thing. And when you can give your time, and you can give your stop and talk to one of these people who have served this country and get an idea of what it's like, of what they went through, of what they had to lay in, what they had to do. And you get an idea of what that was like. I think it, it makes you feel, even if you didn't serve, even if you didn't, weren't a part of it over there it makes you feel like you were a part of it it gives you a deeper understanding of what it was like to be in that uniform to fight an enemy that you didn't know to have to kill people that you didn't know and to fight so that this country can stay alive and then they come back and they turn around and they look what's going on and they go what the heck did i fight for Anyway, um, that's my soapbox for the morning. I uh I, I just get like this every Veterans Day. As I, as I said, I am not a veteran. Um, physical limitations kept me from going into the and believe me, I tried to get in. Uh, when I was seventeen, everybody in my neighborhood was going into service. But I guess God must have felt like I had to stay home and keep the women company. But That is something that that really, I think, makes a difference in our lives. And I always think it's interesting that the Veterans Day holiday is just a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving because, really, we should be giving thanks for these people. And we should be thinking about them. And we should be... um, Doing something that uh, that makes their lives even a little tiny bit better. If you can make it a little tiny bit better. You know, one time we used to wear poppies in this country. They still do in Britain. If you're seeing uh, people on TV on some of these talk shows, they're wearing those red flowers. Well, now they're not flowers anymore. They're uh, like kind of cardboard cutouts um that's because the british take their veterans day much seriously i think than we do and they show it they buy that poppy to help support veterans i know i had i had them for years i had had one of my corvette that when i sold it i took it down and the guy who was a veteran asked me if i'd leave it up there and i told him i would and I don't know if you can still get the poppy from the, the American veterans. They used to have, when I was, you know, younger, they would have people walking up and down shopping areas selling them, you know, collecting for the, uh, for the. For the uh, I, I think it's the veterans. I don't think it's the disabled veterans. I, I, I may be wrong, but it, um, I know that when I was a little kid, my dad used to buy them and give them to us all. And we um, we wound up <laughs> we wound up wearing them to school and wearing them to wherever we were going. And I see was one, even your Google thing has a, a poppy on it, it looks like, or stars, I guess, for the... Uh, for the veterans funny I don't see uh, I don't see uh, too much this morning yeah one of the guys who's doing a lot about this a lot around this, I should say is uh, Gary Sinise you know Captain Dan from Forrest Gump he's really done such an incredible job of serving veterans um there'll be a Veterans' Day address As a matter of fact, it's going on now at Arlington National cemetery uh I'm looking for the, they have now canines for warriors uh air bear, bed and breakfast for vets um all different sorts if you just do four veterans in your in your search, your google search, you'll find so many ways you can get involved for an hour a week. And maybe if you're no event, you don't even have to get involved. Uh, You know, pick up a phone and call them or her and just, uh, I don't know, say hello. Act as a friend. Even though you may think they got a million friends. <laughs> Go act as a friend. Go be a friend to somebody all right that's that's my soapbox about veterans thank you to all of the veterans who have served that listen to the show and even the ones that don't listen to the show the ones that catch it out in the ether uh to all of you thank you for giving us the ability to be the idiots we are today thank you for letting us um enjoy the freedoms that we've that we enjoy today. Without the veterans, there would not be the U.S. highway system, the interstate system. Without the veterans, there would not be the freedom to go from one place to another without having to fill out paperwork and say you're going and leave one of your kids behind or something like that. That you have because of veterans, because of people who fought off people, who would like to do that kind of harm to this nation. All right, I've 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 been on my soapbox now, the better part of uh, 24 minutes, so uh, I think it's time to move on to something else. Let's roll in our producer this morning and find out what he's got on his head.
2: Hey, good morning, Vinny.
1: <laughs> I was almost afraid to think of what you had on your head.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, headphones, that's what I got on my head.
1: There you go. Good morning, Nathan. How are hey, you? Hey,
2: good morning, Vinny. Doing well. Just uh wrapped up a week uh enjoying the company of my brother and his wife here in town. Got the to visit for them throughout this week.
1: That's nice.
2: Not as windy as I thought it would be out here, though. So, hopefully they have the nice flight out that uh is nice and smooth getting up in the air.
1: Yeah, it's a little windy on this side. Yeah, this side's kind of this side's picking up here. Are they, are they going out of SeaTac or out of...
2: Uh, out of SeaTac. That's right. They got uh, that new uh, Payne Field kind of extra airport there that they're using. Yeah,
1: yeah it's very convenient if you're up here, man. I yeah, know I awesome. bet. Yeah, Get your you pick. Yeah. Although I don't have the number of flights I'd like to see out of there, but I got to go to L.A. this week, and um, it's definitely...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. I've been down through L.A. before, and even just getting around from terminal to terminal, it's really uh, weird. I mean, there's well, sometimes you have to leave security and go back in, and that's just a pain.
1: Yeah, that's the that yeah. L.A. is not the greatest airport in the world. Wait, um, was so, something? Ahead. Oh, ha, ha, now do you are you wearing a poppy? Did you uh you do you know about the whole poppy thing?
2: The whole poppy, like the big poppy.
1: Well, I like the poppy, like the flower poppy.
2: Oh, no, not that poppy.
1: What's going on? Well, you know, it's to to represent veterans.
2: Oh, man, I should know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, people wear them. Uh, Used to be much popular here in the United States. In England, uh, they're still extremely popular. You get Mm. looked at weird if you don't wear a poppy walking down the street on Veterans Day in England.
2: Oh, uh, gotcha. No, I don't have my poppy on. Yeah, it's a thank you
1: for... I don't have mine on either. It's a thank you for um, the service of so many people who did so much to save our lives. Mom, um,
2: And it's more than earned, too. You know, I'm somebody that, if I see a veteran, I mean, they just get my utmost respect, no matter what.
1: I always get a kick out of buying them a meal, or, you know, somebody's in uniform and they're eating in chilies or something like that. Or in, mm-hmm. you know, jacket or whatever it is. If they're in the car behind you to drive it, I always get a kick out of just buying them their, uh, their meal. There's something about it. Uh, uh,
2: there's nothing we can do to pay them back or thank them enough for the service exactly. they did for our country. No exactly. matter when or where they served, it's all matters. And it's just as important as everything else. And, you know, it's
1: funny, back in in the olden days, uh, you know, years ago, it wasn't like that. It was so different. It was, you had people who...
2: When you say back in the days, what days or time frame are you talking about?
1: 60s, 70s. Mm -hmm. After the Vietnam War, people would come home and they'd spit on veterans.
2: Well, nowadays we just don't realize, I think last, you know, in the past, we didn't realize how much of a, like a mental effect would have on them too. like now, especially within the past uh, 10 or 20 years, we start getting like things of PTSD and just understanding everything they went through back in that time. And I think that plays a big part of why they're so respected and honored.
1: And you know, also you
2: have many, many more these days that
1: were would have been in, in the Vietnam War. Let's say mm-hmm. would have been killed. There was not, there was no um, way to go out and get them to bring them back to work on them. Uh, medicine just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Now somebody gets, uh, God forbid, their leg blown off. In the field, you go out, you turn it up, and you get out with an armored car- uh, personnel carrier. You bring the, the person back. You save his leg, and you save his life. Right. You know, and that, and that um, is something that I still think that the United States isn't a hundred percent prepared for. But um, as I said, the best thing you can do today, I think, uh, that I would, I would encourage you to do is if you know a veteran call them up and thank them mm-hmm. for her. That's the that's the, best, that's the best thing you can do for somebody today.
2: Or treat them to something like you said, you know, going out to eat someplace or just doing something for them. In addition yeah. to thanking them.
1: Buy them a beer. <laughs> yes. <you're too> many. <laughs> we don't have to have problems. Uh, we will be At the uh, International Auto Show next Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. We will be live there. So if you uh, at all feel like coming down, we would love to see you. Love to shake your hand. Uh, We will be broadcasting there from 8 until 9, and then I'll stick around after that for people that want to come by when the show opens and uh, just get some of your uh, ideas. Supposed to be a, a fantastic show this year, with uh, lots of good stuff that uh, you've come to know from the Seattle Auto Show. I mean, I, I, th- I think we all know that uh, that the Seattle Auto Show is one of the best ones, and you'll be able to uh, go down and see some really interesting, uh, interesting vehicles there.
2: And I already got my list of vehicles that have caught my attention and I'm preparing to see. And well, even drive.
1: On? What are they?
2: Oh, the Ford Mustang Dark Horse. I saw they had that listed as the one of their test drive vehicles. So getting behind the wheel of one of those. And also uh, last year I didn't get a chance to get to that one. But this time it's coming back. They have the electric vehicle lineup and a Porsche Taycan. Wow. Uh is another Um, one that I'm really excited to drive.
1: Nathan, stretch that a few minutes. Tell me a little bit more about the auto show.
2: Sure. Yeah, let me just go get that website, pulled up here. And if you want to find uh, more information about the Seattle International Auto Show, oops, uh, one second as I type that in, you can go to their website. It's at seattleautoshow.com. And that will give you a list of everything you can experience at the Auto Show, uh, anything from the 23 to 24 Hot Vehicles and Buyer's Guides are also listed there. And uh, if you click on that, you can go to the show info and find out what vehicles under the Experience tab. You can test drive vehicles, go to the uh, checkout luxuries and exotic vehicles from the very high-end brands like a McLaren or Lamborghini. And some classics will be there as well. And, of course, the EV revolution, which is where you get to experience various electric vehicles that are leading the brands. And those would include, once we go to the EVs and test drives here, you can find for the electric vehicles, they have a lineup of the Audi e-tron and q 4 uh, BMW iX and i4, also appearing at the Seattle International Show. Then the Jaguar I-Pace, that's a neat one, kind of like their competitor to the Tesla Model X. Drove that one a, quite a few years ago, and it's still going around. So great little kind of smaller SUV in the electric vehicle market. And then a Polestar and Polestar 2. Of course, Polestar is a division of Volvo. So if you're familiar with the Volvo brand, that's what they're going to be using to produce all of their electric vehicles or strictly electric vehicles. And then uh, of course the Porsche Taycan, one of their only electric vehicles. And that's a neat one. It's like a sports car, but also four door, a little bit of a station wagon type vibe to it since it's longer and has more room on the inside, but is really a nice performing vehicle. And the Volvo XC40 and, uh, Hummer electric vehicle, get a chance to check that one out because for a while Hummers were just internal combustion engines and really gas gullers, guzzlers. But now that the Hummer has taken a break, it's coming back and they have the electric vehicle. So if you were nervous about getting a Hummer and you didn't want to pay for all the gas that it was going to burn from going to the gas station, you know, going practically to a gas station every other week. Now they have an electric vehicle version of the Hummer, which gets rid of all of that anxiety. And then, of course, on the Saturday and Sunday, when you go to the event, they'll feature the ever-popular and successful Tesla Model X at the auto show, which you also get a chance to drive. And welcome back, Vinny.
1: I feel like I have uh, a son. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Step in. <laughs> well, not doing this. Uh yeah, it's uh I mean I've been to the uh you know the last three auto shows here since I got back and they're vastly improved. Uh there's so much cool stuff to see there. You get to walk around. The salespeople don't put the high push on you that are at the auto show. Uh you know, they give me a card, you wanna come see it, come see us. Uh, you interested in that car? Um,
2: and they're just there to know. answer questions, more or less. And
1: questions about it. Or they might and say a little
2: it. thing about that vehicle, but it's nothing pressuring anyway. And they'll probably notice what you're looking at and tell you more about it, kind of like when you go through a museum and maybe a volunteer, um, museum exhibitor, uh, just goes up and tells you a little bit of a history about it or information.
1: Well, I get those, um, models
2: yeah that too
1: that, that the ones that are
2: standing for? on the rotating platform as the car is spinning around
1: was that what you were looking for nathan the models
2: <laughs> yeah where's that on the website come on <laughs> uh, i
1: don't know if they put those on the website but
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah just went through the list of the electric vehicles that they are going to be featuring
1: yeah, the it, it runs from uh, November 16th to 19th. Is that uh yeah, 16th to 19th is at the Lumen Fields Event Center. Uh the tickets are on sale now. You can also get them at the door. Um I think that you know, one of one of the cool things that I like about the auto show this year uh besides the EV revolution and and by the way, you're gonna see some of my cohorts down there uh taking you on tours of the auto show. Uh my good friend Tom Volk, who we'll have with us on the show next week, he uh he takes people on tours of the auto show and kind of gives you a sense of the show and um an expert's opinion, which it's always good to go. Imagine if you could go to like a hardware show or a, a hot tub show or a camper show with a person that knows about the vehicles, that's driven them all, that's had a chance to, you know, to um, operate in that capacity. Uh, but the one thing that I really enjoy and one thing that I think is so important for cars right now, and the older I get on this, the more I really um think this is important um the two thousand two three bright future career fair will take place on friday november 17th the registered schools will register from nine to three and it'll be open to the public from three to six and what the washington state auto dealers association who's the people who put on the show and the seattle international auto show have partnered up to do is to host a bright future career fair. New car and truck dealerships, community colleges will be present to discuss employment and career opportunities. Now you may laugh, yeah, oh, what's a guy I need to go be a you know a, a mechanic in a gas station or a dealership or something like that? But the reality is, a career with a local new car and truck dealer. Opens a bright future and a wide range of outstanding opportunities and benefits. Uh, this this um, business, this ability for you to take your car, either to a dealer or not to a dealer, is um, is going to have to grow. There are people that are going to have to learn these systems. So when you pull into a car uh, place at two o'clock in the morning, they tow your car in. Maybe there's going to be somebody that took one of these courses. that will be able to fix it for you. You know, it's electric. It's pretty, uh, it's a lot simpler than an internal combustion engine. And I think a lot of people are going to, um, benefit from this. So that'll be something if you have a kid that's interested in mechanics, you might want to check out, uh, what they'll be doing. And, uh, as I said, we will be down there Saturday. We will also we will also be down there on um Thursday to preview the show, the media. That's always a, a great thing. If the kids are coming with you, uh they're gonna have a ton of family centered activities. Kids test track, a kid's face painting, a caricaturist. I gotta find world. I want to get a caricature done of me, Norman, uh, Nathan. <laughs> Uh Mug Shots caricatures will be on hand to draw fun characters, which makes for a great souvenir of the show. I just wish I could find someone who would make me look skinny before I die. Uh grip work simulators will give the young and the old alike a chance to experience hundreds of racing cars, sports cars, and supercars on renowned racing circuits from across the globe. And one of my favorite events. Are you looking for a pet ski? Or are you looking for somebody a little adorable to put into your life? My good friends at Subaru are going to have their pet adoption event in full swing. They've done this um, at least the last three or four shows. And they will have a number of pets there helping them to find their forever homes. Uh, Northwest Boxer Rescue. Uh, you get to tie in there. There's a boxer engine in a Subaru. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this is the cutest part of the auto show. I would go to watch this if there was nothing else around the auto show. I would just go watch Subaru do their thing down there because they really do, um, they really do, uh, have an effect there people go home with these animals that have no place to go, that are uh, rescue dogs and Uberu stays true to their word, you know the commercials are with the dogs up on the top with the skunk, on, I mean it's they're really their ad department has really just hit it out of the park I, I really do I really do take that for a company that makes, you know, you know, Subaru is good because they make a decent car, a very decent car. As a matter of fact, I'm in my second Subaru in a row this week, which is something that people don't do often. You know, car companies try to separate you out between cars, but this just happened to fall. Last week, I was driving the Subaru Impreza. And this week, I'm driving the Subaru um, Crosstrek, which is um, the Impreza on steroids, the Crosstrek Wilderness, uh, which is uh, spectacular. But before I say any more about that, I ought to bring in my good friend Nathan, because he has a question that that has to be asked.
2: I thought I was going to be asking that a lot sooner, but here we go. Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week?
1: My son, can I give you a word of advice from Grasshopper? Sure. Never think thing will happen
2: when you really think <laughs> it ah. This is
1: Radio Grasshopper, see? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm Always excited to be
1: prepared to go early or late.
2: I'm happy either way. I'm excited for both the auto show and asking the question.
1: Cost it all it all. Goes different ways.
2: Yes, I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Careful there, Vinny. (laughs) Don't laugh too hard now.
1: Oh man, I feel like I'm gonna fall off of the table. the table, I'm in a chair. (laughs) Oh God! Oh. Nathan, you're the best thing that ever happened to this show, I gotta tell you. All right, what do we got going on here? We're, we're, we're talking about, yo, if anybody are you driving this week, and I'm driving a 2024 Subaru Cross the uh, Cross Wilderness, as a matter of fact. It's an Alpine Green. Boy, I, you know, I, how do you not love this car? How do you not love this car? Uh, let's see if I can uh, quickly direct this on to the uh onto the screen here uh you know it's one of those cars that now again I drove the um
2: as Vinny's getting that pulled up here if you do go to the auto show you can actually see the cross they'll have a Subaru cross trek wilderness edition sitting there on the showroom floor and you can Get a chance to take a look at it yourself too if it appeals to you
1: yeah probably the one I'm driving actually will uh will be the one that you'll be able to uh to see it's uh yeah it's great yeah it's it's really a great um there we go that's what I'm looking for I'm sure you can now you can now see that right yes we can all right thank you i'm never sure see i know it's working here i just don't know if it's working on the other this is the 2024 outback wilderness now i'm driving uh one that's uh in a a, a green like an army green i almost feel like it's a veterans day color uh that it's so cool uh but you know this vehicle is one that um if you know about Subaru, you know about the Cross Track. You know, you know that it is about the best vehicle you can buy for a compact SUV that will go across country. Uh, you know, go across the woods, uh, go wherever you want it to go. Uh, they've raised the um, clearance on the Wilderness model. They've added uh, fender um, cladding. Front cladding, raise the suspension, put beefier suspension, heavier tires, and uh, these gold accents that you see on it, the flat black hood, which I think work excellent on the color of car that uh, that I'm driving, which again is that army green. And it, uh, as far as where it will go, I've taken this thing up into the mountains several times. I'll take it into the mountains again this weekend. And I can only tell you that uh, driving this car, uh, aside from the comfort, we talked about the comfort in the Subaru last week, uh, you know, just a regular Impreza, and how absolutely great I thought that that car was. Uh, this carries the same engine uh, uh, many of the same interior doll-ups. this gets the roof rack it gets the um, the restyled headlights restyled grill with a uh, a more aggressive front bumper and uh, grill more aggressive hood that seems to take in air under the front of it and uh, a sharper, uh, a sharper-looking vehicle, you know, because it sits up higher, it makes the Impreza look like a passenger car, and this look like a, a bit of a, a bit of a truck. I wouldn't say it's a, a, a complete truck by any means, but it is. Uh, it's something that uh, they, it's going to give you a little bit more of a rough ride than the. Um, Impreza, but it will also take you further. It has approach angle climbs to 20 inches, 20 degrees I should say. Departure angle ascends to 33 degrees so it's up 2.9 there and a ramp breakover angle increases up to 21.1 degrees. Uh, That adds 1.4 up over uh, I believe last year. So... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. If you've just tuned in, I'm fighting a horrible, horrible cold this morning or something. Uh, And lots of other great stuff. X-Mode, which I love, 3,500 pounds towing. Ground clearance is up to 9.3 inches, so they've raised that 6 inches. And uh, you can put 700 pounds on the roof. Towing capacity, as I said, 3,500, 16.6 gallons fuel tank. So this thing is set up. To take you deep into the woods, this thing is set up to take you uh, take you around and around and around and again I, I think it's a think it's a great ride, and um, I hope that you'll look into it too because on on the level of different vehicles in this class, the Subaru has proven to be nothing but uh, but a good car to get you where you're going and most importantly in the woods out there get you back right quick break here we'll come back with our cartoon and um, and that'll be close to uh, wrapping it up we all listen to drive time radio here on KKNW 1150
0: it's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends started off with a pitcher for the table which quickly becomes two
1: in with you on this Veterans Day morning, please remember to uh, salute the people that you know in your uh, life or even in your neighborhood that have served this country well and that have uh, put out their sacrifice so that you may sit here and lead to um, well a better a better life I guess. <laughs> I had one guy tell me you think this is a better life. I don't know. I, I always uh, I always say, you know what? It isn't uh, maybe it ain't the best, maybe it ain't the easiest, but we're getting through it. And uh, you know, uh, and, and these people who have sacrificed for us have done a lot. Now, the most used vehicle ever in the history of the Army is the General Purpose Vehicle. You know what that stands for, Nathan?
2: General Purpose Vehicle. Nah, I just wanted to think GMC, but I know that's not the right acronym.
1: First two letters, Nathan.
2: G M. No, first oh, GP. GP.
1: GP. Jeep. 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 A Jeep, yes. The Jeep was uh, originally built up in uh, Butler County, Pennsylvania, and then uh, they didn't think that the Butler County Manufacturing Company up there could handle building as many Jeeps as they needed, so they took the contract and they awarded it to Ford and to Willys for World war 2. And um, they turned out uh, something short of 50 million of these things in World War II and since. And they are certainly the most desired vehicle of, um, of Army vintage, the most the desired truck, uh, the uh, surplus truck that people buy, so desired so that they made it into a private brand and to this day uh people go to the showroom and buy those jeeps uh surprisingly still they buy those little CJ5s those little jeeps that the tops come off and uh you can load a bunch of stuff in there and take off up the sand dunes and never be seen for 3 days again well of course they had to do a um they had to do a song about this uh vehicle Because everybody was driving them, so everybody had to play with them. So this is uh, remastered by Glenn Miller, Master Sergeant Zeke Zarky, Sergeant Whitney Thomas, Sergeant Bobby Nichols, Sergeant Bernie Priven, Private First Class Jack Steele, Staff Sergeant James R. Pretty, Sergeant Johnny Halliburton, PFC Larry Hall and pfc nat peck being led by glenn miller in where did it go oh jeep jockey Jump.
2: okay and just give me one quick moment as i pull that up here and here we go
1: you got it i'm gonna wrap it up for another well. to catch up with us next week at the auto show get your tickets At the uh, Lumen Center, uh, Lumen Event Center. We'll be down there. Lots of great cars, lots of great fun. See you next week. If the Lord's will and the creek don't rise, have a good one.